Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lonica Talks USA, an English chat today. I am excited that you're all here. I see all the all the um, your chats is live. If you want me to cover something, again, super chat or super sticks, always great to send. And um, then I will cover it. Also, um, yeah, I have to just position the microphone away so you can hear it the best because this is also going to be recorded as a podcast on every different platform. You can find my podcast, Lonneke Engel. Um, yeah, so if you just want to listen to me, you can do that. And otherwise, just on all the other social media platforms, uh, when it comes to video, I have the video. And uh, because we're going to talk about it, but there's a reason why we have to spread our chances. We have to learn from what happened and we cannot be complacent. Again, hello, everybody. I see everybody um, is here. Who is also here is my favorite person in the whole world, Dirk. Hello. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to put the podcast links uh, in the chat. So Yes, so we're all working together. Because last week, if you followed my um, chats, we were a, lo a little bit... Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's a moment where you have to just stop for a moment and think what happened. But then you have to pick up the pieces and go on with your life. There's no other way. You have to go on with what you, uh, what you believe in and your life. And one thing that I think is good of what happened the past week is that we really saw people's true colors. We saw what they stand for. We saw what their intentions are. And we have to work with it and learn from it and make the right choices. So let's get started. This, po this podcast, this video is called Seven More Days. Um, this is because Trump is the president for one more week. And right now we have another impeachment trial in Congress happening. We have the House of Representatives. Representatives in the House are at this moment talking to each other why they think there should be an impeachment and why there shouldn't be an impeachment. And I will talk about it. I, I couldn't watch everything because I had a lot of things to do, but I started watching it and I will watch it. Um, I, I will finish it because I think it's very important for us to see ourselves, what is being said, what is being done, what the intentions are of people. And um, then you notice, and I hope that you will also remember this for the rest of your life, what these people said. Also, ah, great. I see some people saying that this is the first time. Well, get used to it. It's uh, Some people say it's addictive, that they have to come back and chat with each other because it's so much fun. So I hope that that works too. Talking about addiction, something that we saw also this week is that Trump derangement syndrome is real. It is still there. People are suffering. People are addicted to Trump. Because he was told to, uh, he was removed from all the social media platforms. And still everybody is talking about President Trump. I don't think there's ever been a person in life that people talked about more than President Trump. Whether you like him or not. It is just crazy. And 
Yeah, we saw that also uh, in the House of Representatives, the way they talk about him. And someone is pointing out that, yes, the House of Representatives probably will vote again for the impeachment. It will make it will not make a difference because the Senate will only come back after or just the day before inauguration. So nothing will happen um, before inauguration of President Biden. And that means that even in the Senate... Still sounds really weird, right? Yeah, President Biden. (laughs) It's a fact that we have to live with. Whatever happened, um, we can talk about it more. But let's just uh, finish the impeachment part. I don't think looking and hearing all the representatives talk in the House and also in the Senate, you need a two-third majority in the Senate. Yes, the Democrats now have... 50 seats and the Republicans, um, it's 50, I don't know, two seats from the Republicans went to the Democrats. And with Kamala Harris, they will have a majority with 51. She will be vice president and the vice president, when it's 100 senators, they preside over the Senate. And um, when there's a discussion and it's 50-50, that will be the um, deciding vote. But you need two-thirds to impeach someone. And also what I learned is that you can only impeach someone that's in office. So in seven days, President Trump will be out of office. So what I already heard from people is that this is just a way of the Democrats, they're resentful, they want revenge, they're hateful, they're spiteful. You can, all those names, all those words you can use for this because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a difference. President Trump will be president for a week longer, unless he resigns, but he's not going to. And Nancy Pelosi has asked Pence, Mike Pence, the vice president, to invoke the 25th Amendment, but he already said he's not going to do that. President Trump, just like last week when all those things happened at the Capitol, he asked for peaceful and no more, no violence. He always asked for that, but today he came out with a with a statement that he doesn't want any violence. Um, I really want you to hear, if you have some time, just turn on the House of Representatives, the hearing before the vote, just the way the people talk. It says a lot. It says a lot about the people that want to move forward and the people that are just, they are resentful. They just have TDS, Trump derangement syndrome. And... They are so afraid of him, it seems like, because he's going to be out of office. What are you afraid of? They really want to make sure that he has this tag on him, that he will never run again, that he's impeached um, twice, which is, I think he will carry it as uh, with pride because of the whole process and everything that happened. But I think that it's, I think that, um yes, Biden asked for unity. I see that, but he only causes angry reactions. Yeah, it's because what he says and also how the Democrats behave. And um also you see that there's a lot of cancel culture going on. And um that's something that I don't know, Dirk, do you have the cancel culture uh thing or yes, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> But that's what we're dealing with right now. It's not like they're happy that Joe Biden will be president. They're all about going after the people that supported President Trump, canceling them. They think that they have 
No, the, the cancel culture one with the TV. Oh, you don't no, have that? Okay. you were too late with the input. Okay. I'm so sorry. So then it's a, this one. It's also the censorship one. It's just that there's so much censorship, and I will go over this with you. It's not that they just want to give President Trump, you know, what they did with President Obama, that when they go out, uh, you know, with all the challenges and official challenging of the election that is allowed by law, by the Constitution, that's all been said and done. There's nothing that can be done anymore. President Biden will be the president. President-elect Biden will be the president. And we have to... Um, um, sorry, my... Um, we have to just get used to it. It's the new reality, whether you like it or not. And what we're dealing with right now is that we will continue with our lives. But it's not enough for a lot of people. They want to go after you. They want to cancel Trump supporters. They want to um, make life for President Trump as horrible as possible. And I don't remember people, the Republicans, do that to President Obama, even though they didn't like him at all. But this is what the Democrats do. And also what we learned is that um, all the platforms were pro-Democrat and they were working for the Democrats and they're basically in charge because big tech has been canceling President Trump, the, the duly elected president. He's still president for several more days. A little bit more respect for the president of the United States would be welcome. And um, that's the same with uh, President Biden. He will be there for four years. It's something you have to accept when you live in America. And being disrespectful is not going to change the fact that President Trump is still the president right now. He can still do a lot of things. He can, um, you know, uh, he, he was giving, for instance, uh, medals of freedom to people, but one person didn't want to accept it because people are also afraid. I don't know what the exact motivation was to cancel it and not get it, but People are also afraid to be involved. You see that also with the Republicans. The people that are going to vote against President Trump on the Republican side, they are just worried for their own ass, and they uh, don't want to. They don't want to. They 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 don't want to just follow their constituents who still support President Trump. Because I don't know if you've seen it, but the um, approval rate for President Trump is still forty eight percent. So. That's like sometimes even normal for a president at this time. Um, at the end of the term, President Obama had a higher, but it was only a few percent more. So if you really look at the country, there's still a very, very large portion of people supporting President Trump. And he will, um, for many people, he will be a hero and the best president ever. And the more they go after President Trump, the more of a martyr he will be. The more people will actually be like, oh, I cannot believe they're doing this. This is, they are so, they are so revengeful or they just, um, they just want revenge for winning four years ago. And it says a lot about these people that do that. It doesn't say much about President Trump at this point anymore. It says something about these people that do this. And that people that are okay with it, that's the worst, that, that people are complacent. I come from a country where there was a war 75 years ago, and there were a lot of people, oh, Derek just made it appear, thank you. But I come from a country where there was a war not even 80, 75 years ago. That's when we had peace, 75 years ago. So um, we learned that 
first of all, peace is not something that is to be expected. You have to fight for peace. But it's um, people that were complacent when the war started. They were like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to speak out. I'm just going to do whatever happens. That's how you get people, you know, that things go out of control. Because that's what we're seeing right now, that people are okay with. And they talk about, yeah, these social media companies, they are private companies. And they can decide whatever they want. But then on the other hand, other private companies are not allowed to follow the rules. They have to follow the government. They cannot, you know, themselves uh, decide when they want to open up or not. So it's a double standard. You either treat all the private companies the same with all the, 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 the rules of the constitution, but it really appears that the big tech companies are actually in charge in America. And on this time, many people like you and me have been working on these platforms. But what we learned is that the the conservative side, the Republican side, they haven't invested in their own platforms as much. Except one, Gab. Gab was so smart because they were canceled all the time. They learned already the hard way how it is to be canceled. They were canceled out of everything. They were not allowed to use servers of another party um, payment methods, didn't want to use them anymore. And they went on, they kept going. And now they're actually a very popular platform and they're going to increase, um, their numbers are going to increase. And I'm also on Gap TV. It, I will transition everything is, um, you know, I will, I will post here as long as I can, but I also have to take into consideration that cancel culture is real and they can just take you off the air within a second if they don't like what you're saying. So you need to spread your, um chances and uh, so that's why i'm also on all the other platforms we saw it happen with parlor parlor is another app that uh, was doing really well but unfortunately was on hosted on amazon web services which already has about i believe what was the percentage derek of uh, that websites around the world that 5% are percent of the internet runs on amazon web services and uh, almost every single big e-commerce platform also runs on Amazon. So Amazon basically owns their competition at the moment. Yeah, they just cancel them if they don't like what's happening. I, uh, whatever you think, we do think that politics are being influenced now by big tech and even that already happened before the elections. Um, but now it's obvious for everybody to see. Well, imagine what happens when you mix the thing that Shopify did last week, Shopify kicked off. Uh, the shop of President Trump and what Amazon did by kicking off uh, a gap. If you no, combine parlor, those, parlor. parlor, sorry. If you combine those two, and you don't do anything about it now, then Amazon basically has sort of a predecessor of they have carte blanche of kicking off their competitors. Yeah. So but there unf- the fortunate thing is that there were some people that were smart and were prepared and Gab is one of them. They bought their own servers and now you see the attacks happening that they say it's an extreme right pay, uh, uh, platform and Potter is extreme right. Don't believe it. I've never seen anything harmful on um, Gab and where I've seen it is on Twitter and Facebook. I've seen shootings. I've seen porn. 
Um, I've never seen that on Gap. So, so far, so good. But they're a little overwhelmed, so you have to give them a little bit of time to install everything. But at least if you can do it, um, uh, make um, an account or open an account there just so you can always chat with people and um, just spread your you know voice as much as you can because we can obviously not trust the big social media companies. And one good thing is that it's already hurting them because now we saw the true colors. All the, um, I don't know what the, the the stock market is doing right now, but they already lost billions of dollars in market value. And I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. Um, I'm losing followers, but I don't really care because it's more, I'm more, I have more of a problem with the people that I follow that I want to hear speak. And they're also disappearing. This is scary times. In the war, you had people, friends that suddenly disappeared. You don't know where they went. And this is what's happening on social media platforms that suddenly they cannot do anything about it. They are dis they disappear from the world, from the online world. And um, I think it's scary times. Twitter is already going up again. So it was probably short-term panic. I don't think so. I think people are waiting. They still want to communicate with each other, just like myself. They're waiting for the other platforms that are overwhelmed right now to get back online. And then Twitter will see that they're probably going to die, the, the the platform. This is such a big... Or they will stay online as like an Antifa platform for all the left-leaning people that want to talk to each other without any voices from outside. But I think many people like myself, this they went too far by canceling people people that didn't commit any crime if you go to court they will not be com uh, they will not be convicted so but in the public world they're convicted or they're really scared i don't know what it is but they they are very um what uh do you say that we say um double standard double standard is astonishing they block people that are politically against them in America, but they don't block adversaries around the world. That says a lot about this platform. It's really scary, but there are, I, I always believe you have to have hope for the future. So we all need to just learn from this experience. This was a wake up call. Yes, President Biden will be the president. I don't think President Trump is gonna go away, but they will make his life miserable. And um, it's up to you who you support. I think we really need to think more of alternatives and slowly um, we say, don't wake up sleeping dogs, but just do your own, you know, spread your chances, move to other platforms. If they do something that you don't agree with, like stopping this freedom of speech, then you can, instead of going at like what the left side does, they go after people that support someone and tell them you shouldn't support this person because it's an awful person. You have to cancel them. And then some certain companies are uh, under pressure. They're um, leaving the support. That says a lot about these companies actually, but we do it the other way. We do it a normal grown up way, which is you have certain amount of money to spend every month and you want to put it, in the right places. So you support the people that you appreciate. That's why it's great. The people that support me, um, the links are below. Someone asked them at uh, me today, um, do you have an Amazon wish list? Yes, I, yes, I do. Certain people 
have different ways they want to support someone. Well, if you get something from my Amazon wishlist, you're helping me to get my studio better. If you just feel like I want to just support her PayPal or even the super chat, super stickers, all ways you can show you appreciate what I do. And you do this with everybody that you appreciate and like, and that way we can grow a better world where we have more individuals um, that are doing well, instead of just a big corporation that's, you know, they arrange everything for you and they tell you who to believe and what to listen to. So we need to spread and diversify um, our our means um, and our thoughts and our uh, the businesses that we support. More local business, more individuals, and um, the people that you believe and support. Not because someone tells you you need to support this business because that person has a certain skin color. That's what actually Biden said. And a lot of people are angry because of it, even Democrats, because uh, President-elect Biden was saying that they're going to focus on small businesses and support them, but especially the ones from um, uh, black, um, Chinese, or Asian, um, like different, I don't even know, different nationalities, different ethnicities. And then there were white women that were like, I supported you, but are you telling me I'm a small business, but because I'm white, I have to get back in line? I have to go back to the back of the line? That's crazy. So we um, see the situation where, yes, the Democrats, they own all the big tech companies and they are going to be the president. But there's a lot that, you know, we all, many people wish that President Trump would do four more years, but what he did so far was already amazing. And, you know, he, he created real change in a lot of parts in the world that a lot of people are happy with. And that's what we need to also remember. We're easy to remember the bad things and the things didn't happen, but we also have to remember all the good things that happened. Also, um, we have now a court, the Supreme Court. Yes, we lost the Senate, the House of Representatives, and uh, the presidency, but the Supreme Court is more leaning conservative. And I think there's still some court cases out that have to do with this election. I haven't heard if they are all pulled back, but um, that means that the Supreme Court still has to look at them. And I'm sure we'll we'll hear more cases go in front of them, and hopefully they uphold the Constitution. That would be great. And I think that we have one, one more week, and we have to focus on, you know, prepare for the worst and prepare for the inevitable and that what it's looking like right now. Um, is because it could also be that President Biden, that we will have President Harris at some point. Um, but President Trump still has seven days and he can do a lot of good. He can pardon people. Many people are calling for him to pardon Julian Assange. Let's see if that happens. That would be, I think many people will like that if he does that. And the awarding the Medals of Freedom, he could. there's still some people that are really important people on different levels that would deserve one. So what is he going to do? One thing he did this week was he already went to his wall and he sounded a little nasal and a little tired, a little, you know, not as we use it, uh, we're used to knowing him. But he did say that uh, he kept his promises and I think that's what a lot of people like about him. And um, the one thing that we also know 
is that he was, they hated him from the beginning. Someone said that after he was elected, I think it was Jim Jordan. Yeah, Jim Jordan, I think uh, today he said, or one of these representatives, I thought it was Jim Jordan, that just a few days after the election, they already went out with these uh, hit pieces in the, whether it was Washington Post or another about uh, Russia hoax. And then when the corruption, that he said, the corruption of Biden and Ukraine, they impeachment him on that. And um, yeah, he was saying that that all these things that from the beginning on, they never got, gave him a chance. He was an outsider. And I think they want to send a message that if you're not an insider, you should never try to run for office. But it also motivates people now to actually see what's wrong with the system. And I think President Trump is showing people what's wrong with the system. And another representative uh, said today, you know, what we're doing here in Congress, I've been, you know, here for a little bit now. It's not, uh, we don't take this seriously. It's not serious. We, it's all about holding back aid of $2,000 just because it can hurt the other political party for the presidency. And um, basically that we have to go back to what's best for the people and not do all these games. But some people have been in office for 20, 30, 40 years so that they're used to this. And um, I think from an out, as an outsider and me as a legal immigrant... I was never interested in politics. Even with Obama, I wasn't really interested. I did, I was actually very much, you know, I believed all the propaganda at that time. I thought he was an amazing president. I even had, you know, this book to commemorate the his inauguration. And it has all these pictures. And it, it's really a story about how amazing he was. And they want to make wanted to make him a success. They do that now also with Kamala Harris and Biden. They want them to be a success. So I think that um, I think it's important that we realize that, that we will see a lot of positive stories. Everything will be explained in a nice way. And um, that's that's what uh, that's what we're going to expect. Uh, that's what I'm expecting. Also, uh, Kamala Harris was already on Vogue. And both sides didn't really like the cover, but yeah, she was already in Vogue and Melania Trump was not allowed. And it's a double standard. They just, the people that were on TV and uh, in the magazine world, fashion world, they don't want different, they want difference of color and skin color and ethnicity. They don't want diversity of thought. If you're a Republican, you cannot really work in the fashion industry. Same with the movie industry. Um, they just don't want that. Talking about double standards, there are still people that say it's a good thing that Trump got removed from Twitter. There are literally people on Twitter, dictators, modern-day dictators, that kill people because they don't agree with, with, with them. It's not like they, they feed hate or whatever. They literally have people killed. If you are gay, they throw you off a building, and they are still on Twitter, and then people say, no, it's good that... Trump is removed from Twitter. And those guys are still on there. You people are disgusting. Yes? Thank you. Yes, I agree with you. Totally agree with you. Also, President Trump was the most pro-gay uh, president getting into office. But he was not allowed to... That, that story was not allowed to 
um, go on air and go in all the magazines and that was not allowed. Um, together with Richard Grinnell, the first openly gay cabinet member of President Trump, they had they started this this uh, movement in the world to make sure that uh, to decriminalize being gay. And nobody talks about it, it's not allowed. But in the world, he did a lot of good things for people with um, that are gay or and love their own, you know, people of their own sex and or transgender. But we are not allowed to talk about it because President Trump is a, a Trump is a dictator. He's not allowed to speak. He has to be removed. He's the worst of the worst. You also have to look at this as a human aspect. Imagine you are the person that thinks that you're trying to do something right, and they are going after you like that, and they make you, they dehumanize you. They and then Twitter is not even removing calls to kill the president because we have all seen the pictures of all these people that are, or even calling uh, for uh, blowing up the White House or the calling, uh, you know, Kathy Griffin with the, the severed head of Trump holding in her head. Those are sick people that you even think of doing that. Like I would never even think, even the people I don't like to do that. That's, you're sick if you, if you think that that's okay. And um, we have to, just, you know, expose that hypocrisy and these double standards. I have not seen Republicans do that to other people, um, the ones in office. They want to, the problem with them is that they want to play by the rules and they always want to be um, the nice guys. But they now realize if we do that, um, there's a movement within the Democrat Party that's very radical, um, together with AOC. Even AOC said today that on a live stream that the southern states are. Um, are suppressed and they need to be um, freed. Um, yeah, it's just, I think um, that those people just are okay with the way they are and they do not want you to go there to force your opinion on them. Just stay in New York and they also hope that all those people with those thoughts stay in New York and they don't migrate to the places where still common sense is still um, okay. But the thing is that that um, Trump derangement syndrome is real. And people are addicted to it. Even Jan Weber is here again. What's he doing here? He said so many times that he's not. he doesn't want to be here. No, he is real in real life demonstrating what Trump derangement syndrome is. Exactly. He's, he literally says that the attack of the Capitol and the fact that Trump spreads hate and lies is a bigger reason to remove somebody from Twitter than throwing people off a building. That's... Th yes. Look up derangement, please. Yes. yes, but you're welcome, Jan Weber, because we are open for freedom of thought and you can be here and show what you think because it says a lot about you as a person, but not... And that's for everybody. Your opinion says a lot about you and not about who you address it to. And I think even if I don't like someone, I don't want them to be censored. I don't want them to be off Twitter. It's not normal. We want to hear all those voices. That's what diversity really is. Derek, you wanted to say something? You want to add something? His reaction is, it's not about gays. It's about the president that instigate the attacks on the Capitol. Listen to the speech. Listen to every single word he says. I am not a Trump fan. I think he is the better choice still. Listen to his words and don't spout bullshit 
This this is complete nonsense that that you're saying. That and 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 also you see the videos of Nancy Pelosi and all the other Maxine Waters, and they were like, go after them, go chase them, and don't let them. Um, there should be more uprisings. Those videos are all to be found. Eric Holder says when you, when they when you they are low, you kick them. That's the mentality. If you say ab- something about inciting violence, then definitely the Democrats are not. Um, they're hypocrites. They sh- they say it themselves, and then it's okay. But when Trump didn't even say it, when Trump asked for peace, they act like he's um, uh, calling for violence. So the, it's the, the other things that it, happened at the Capitol. Wh- those weren't even as bad as the things that happened here in Soho. There were kids shooting each other because the mayor didn't want to do anything. The the police wasn't able to do anything because they were told to stand down. The, what the Democrats did was at least at least as bad as what Trump did. In my opinion, even worse. It went on for months. People that don't see that, I don't know where the hell you've been the past months not here i don't well definitely not here and i don't know what the hell is on tv in holland but it's not a correct picture that they're painting yeah but they they hold all the propaganda uh, machine uh, the news the everything all the mainstream media they want to portray from the beginning president trump as a bad person and they achieved it and they achieved it that president biden is going to be the president and um we learned from it. We were too relying too much on these platforms, uh, on mainstream media. I would encourage you to to um, open your eyes to different platforms. Even I, I stopped the, my internet server and I get another like, uh, oh, $44. You get a a free, uh, you know, you get it for $44. Oh, that's for TV. That's for y- TV. You really have to I'm pay like, $45 to, to listen to propaganda. BS news channels. Yes. That, that, I don't really know what the hell is going on. So um, if you listen to mainstream media, that's what you get. And I think a lot of Trump supporters, I'm really amazed that 75 million people saw it through the lies. Um, but also, even people that didn't vote for him, many are not okay with the censorship. You know who doesn't think it's okay? The opposition leader of the Russians in Russia, um, Alex Navalny, he said it's so outrageous that you would silence the president of the United States. This is in Russia. We have people like Angela Merkel saying you cannot send, you shouldn't censor people. It's not okay. This is dangerous. You have the president of Mexico thinks it's not okay. And President Biden, or president-elect Biden, thinks it's okay. And he doesn't say you shouldn't do that. Why is that? Why aren't they not uh, saying, you know, this is this is going too far. We have to hear what he's saying. But now also he's removed and people are like, what did he say? I have nothing to be upset about. That's what Trump derangement syndrome is in real life and real time. That he's gone and they don't hear from him and they're still so consumed with hatred. From him. And they also the people in the Netherlands, for instance, that are watching, that are still talking about him. They don't even care about the elections in their own country with all the... The, the bad stuff happening there, the corruption, the, the people that are being uh, hurt tremendously, your neighbors are included because it's about tens of thousands of families and you don't care, but you care about the president of the United States and also he's gone. What are you still doing here? What are you still upset about? He is, you, he's gone and he will be a hero to the people, um, the Republicans, but that's what I think a lot of Democrats are afraid of. They want to suppress the ideology, the suppressed the Trump, they want to make it sound like some with fascism and Nazism. They want to 
uh, suppress the people that support Trump and then call it Nazi, Nazi, them Nazis, even though they're the ones using the techniques of the Nazis. So um, it's very interesting times. And I, for a few days, I was very disillusioned and upset. And yesterday I yelled a little bit. Dirk wasn't so happy. But... Um, so Lonica now wants to publicly apologize to me. I'm sorry, I was a little upset. But it's just like you, you cannot be upset for always. You have to move on. And I then focus on let's make sure that those other platforms, the Gap, the Parlor, um, that that the Democrats sue everybody all the time or impeach everybody. You have to do the same. Treat them. Um, what is it? Treat fire with fire? No, what is it? What's the English Fight saying? Fight fire with fire. Fight fire with fire? I don't know what I the saying so. is, but you have to treat, you know, you have to fight the same with the same, you know, um, the same tactics. And what is it? Fight fire with fire? Yeah. Okay. So um, we have to, uh, you know, they, they erased a lot of us on social media. Then you have to find another social media. And uh, if they suppress that as well, which they're, they're all these server companies are doing, you, that's what G Gab did. You get your own server. It's really unfair. And it shows the true colors and the really bad people that do that. But you cannot just sit and be like, oh, I'm so sad. It's just uh, the press. Just one day you can be upset and then you have to move on. So uh, the same with what they're doing right now. We have even... It's not only social media, it's politicians, it's even banks. There are banks that are banning Trump. And not only that, they are publicly stating how much money that, that President Trump is a client of theirs. They're publicly um, stating how much money is in his account. I don't think there's there should be some like a client bank privilege that you keep things secret uh, without a bank or without a court order. So I think that's despicable. And they even called for a resignation of President Trump, which is something that ha that a, a bank should not get involved with because you have people that are Trump supporters and other supporters that are banking with your bank and they have to now make a decision, I'm going to stay here or I'm going to move. And it's not only that, it's also for the strength of the bank, it's really stupid to start g getting engaged with this because the, uh, the banks involved right away online, you had people say, withdraw your money from this bank, withdraw your money. That means that the bank can become unstable and maybe go bankrupt. So it's really stupid. This was a woman um, of Signature Bank who said that they had a whole... Um, speech and then it was in the news how much money trump still has on his bank and nobody thinks that's that's stupid that's weird that's illegal that a bank just says oh imagine that my bank would say oh lonica engel has this much in the bank and uh we don't want to do any business with her why couldn't they just silently cut silently cut ties and stay out of this political game for the sake of older account holders uh that's that's what a bank should do they should stay away from all this especially in such a heated time. But this is how crazy it has gotten. And I don't know if everybody in that bank is is agreeing with it, but it's just, um, I know that many clients, um, that was already in the news, that many clients and many people are like uh, freaking out that a bank would do that. But this is just how bad it got. New York City, made a blast said, um, Trump, the Trump uh, organization has about 70 million in contract with New York City. The few things that Trump did, 
is when New York City was not doing so well, he uh, fixed up Wilman Rink, the nice ice skating rink in Central Park. And nobody could do it. It was too expensive. And he fixed it. And he, apparently he was still taking care of it. And it's a very important thing in Central Park. Same with the carousel. You might have seen it in Central Park. It's really cute for kids. It's just, they are deranged. They are spiteful. They just want to hurt him the way they can. And that only bad people do this. But you, we have to just accept it because we cannot change people's minds uh, and the actions. You have to change yourself. So... When you see a bank do that, you you you, you or a, a, a city, um, do you want to, you know, it could be a good time to move. Thanks, Vivo, for your comment. You missed one. I missed one already? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, sorry, I was talking so much. I'll do Vivo first and then the other one. Big Tech inadvertently is creating competition against themselves. Talk about shooting themselves in the foot. You're exactly right, Vivo. I know that you are also um, a little bit down and you can't believe what's going on. I have the same that um, it's okay that an election is lost, but that they go after people because they have certain opinion that it's not safe. Uh, we've seen the videos over and over again of people attacking women of color, even because they support Trump. We've seen it. And um, I do think one good thing is that I probably... They want it to look like Biden is going to fix everything. So we probably won't see much um, Black Lives Matter protests anymore unless um, they don't think Biden-Harris is doing enough. But Antifa, I don't know. I already saw that Antifa is in New York City going around town. But I would expect the 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 the, the violence go down. Uh, Trump supporters have not committed any violence until Capitol Hill. Um, except uh, the, the the Kenosha shooting, but that was from both uh, both sides, I believe, with uh, Kyle Ritterhouse. And everybody that commits violence needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent, but you have to do it even for everybody. You cannot just be, yeah, because you're, you're a Democrat, because that's what the Democrats now want to do. They want, if you're a Trump supporter, you're automatically a Democrat. I mean, uh, if you're a Trump supporter, you're automatically a domestic threat. So they want people that went, for instance, to the part, peaceful part, the mostly peaceful protest uh, with President Trump, they want to put them on the no-fly list. They want to uh, arrest everybody. With all the rioting and looting in New York City, still, I haven't heard about any arrests. The people that looted and shoot each other and all these things, they weren't active at all to do this. No, they felt like, yeah, the people that loot, they want that someone, Democrat leader said to, they just want to get a loaf of bread. That's not what we saw. We saw them stealing from Dolce Gabbana and all the expensive store, Balenciaga and all those. Um, so it's very double standard. But going back to shooting yourself in the foot, yeah, people are waking up. And I think this could be a really nice renaissance. Trump is not going to go away. Uh, his thoughts are not going to go away. And all the 75 million people and all the people that didn't vote for him or weren't uh, able to vote for him, um, they will not go away. You cannot suppress something like that. They will try, but what we need to do is now find different platforms and um, you know, continue to, the good cause and the good work and be a lead by example, be positive. And, um, you know, uh, on a local level, work on these, these elections that are continuously happening in America if you want to make a change. And um, 
that's how it works in every country. If you're upset, it's okay to be upset for a little bit, but then you have to be strong and move on and don't be demoralized. That's what they want to do. They won and then they started going after people and they want to set an example, like, don't you dare to speak out anymore. And that's something that is not okay. It's okay that, that President Trump lost, that's possible. Um, but going after people because they are in the losing party, that's only what losers do. But we have to just be smart about it, everybody. That's what I can just say. Um, then I have a comment by Sniper Bomb. Germans, they know how bad it is since World War II started because media were too powerful. Then on the other side came up as one person, we all know who. Um, I think... That's exactly the story I told in Dutch a, a, a couple of days ago. Yes, but you should say it in English because the English people have not heard it. In English. That, that um, because, what was it? And well, before World War II? Just before World War II started, the world started becoming the same as it starts to become right now. Uh, media was owned by a handful of people. Uh, it was basically all propaganda that was uh, on the media, but only not only national, not only in Europe or in Germany or in Holland, but literally worldwide. It was owned by a handful of people. Um, and that actually annoyed the peep out of one crazy little guy. And he, start, he, he wanted to do something about it. So basically what you're saying is Trump actually wanted to avoid a situation like with Hitler in, in the World War II. He could have avoided it, yes. I, I so what do you think now? Way. What do you look for the future? What are you expecting to, that, it, that will happen now? What, what are we supposed to do now? You, you know that I'm not a huge Trump fan. Yeah. But he, he is not crazy. He, he might be egotistical or a narcissist or whatever. But he is not stupid and he is not, definitely not Hitler, not even close. That guy was completely nuts. If you read his own book, he is completely mentally insane. But other people, the Democrats say that uh, Trump is the one that's mentally insane. Yeah, then they have to start reading up on their history. But unfortunately, they, they banned a lot of books, they banned a lot of writing. So people, it's not readily available maybe because they're playing out the same game plan as they did back then and it's all you, you can you can go online you can go to your local library you can read up on this this is exactly what happened before the first uh, the second world war okay and that at one point another crazy guy will stand up and he will screw every single one of you and then war will be knocking on your door and maybe then people will wake up but I strongly suggest that you read up on that stuff before it happens. Yes. So, um, and it's education because most people that react to certain extreme way with this Trump derangement syndrome, they, um, I don't think they read up on the real, the history and watched all like why I know that the Democrats in this are wrong and Trump is wanted to do the right thing is because I followed him from the beginning. The moment he stepped down the escalator, I'd never liked him. And then I started following what he said and what the media made of it. It started already in the beginning when he said some of them are rapists from the Mexicans that came over the border, the MS-13, some of them are rapists. They made it like sound like all Mexicans are rapists. But the luck, the good thing is that most Hispanics... And people from Mexico voted for Trump uh, like never before. And they also won Florida because of that. So 
it's now it was it's not totally working anymore but this is what people over the all over the world that hate trump they still think he said that same with bleachgate that they said you have to drink bleach which he never said a journalist made it it's just like they in their mind they change everything to the negative or they change words to get a story out that's not true it's just not true but you only know if you have watched the whole press conference and if you continue to do that you know that they continuously lie and lie and lie and now they won but in a way they won but many people know what really went on and the president trump uh, the support for him will not go away and it will only become stronger the more they attack him i'm just giving you an advice if you hate president trump then the best for you is to just sit down and be quiet then you have a chance that this will slow down but going after him and and demonizing him and dehumanizing him will only make his support People will always go for the underdog, the people that are is constantly attacked by the bullies. So if you are if you keep attacking him, they will only like him more. So I'm just giving you an advice. If you don't want him to his support to grow, you have to stop doing that. Sylvia, thank you for your question. Big tech is acting like judge, jury, and exec how do you say that word? Executioner. Executioner. Sounds have because I think in Dutch, word uh, difficulty with the English words. So it's acting like an ex executioner. <laughs> Next time you say something they don't like and it's your turn to get banned. And there is a, there's law enforcement for people that are doing the wrong thing. And Gab, for instance, has been um, very vocal on this, that they have been working even before they were in the news again with people that are doing something bad um, to send them to the law enforcement and then they deal with it. But they also came out with a statement saying all the planning and event planning that happened in the Capitol was done on other platforms, including Facebook. Um, they don't even have an app or a possibility to, to organize on Gab. It's just a, it's just a, like a, a Twitter page. It's not like they have an event page like they have on uh, Facebook. So yeah, it's very hard to organize them, but they say this in the news to make people look like it's, it's, they just uh, want to erase competition. But what is also happening there is that more and more people are going to, um, Gab and all these things. They have increased, uh, the visitors have increased. And then Parler, they, I think they were a little naive and got, Gab learned the right, the hard way, but I think Parler was a little naive um, they have servers on, and also the other apps, if they become too big, these, and they ha are hosting on Amazon web servers or something, they will deal with the same thing. But Parler was thinking we're going to be, um, you know, uh, alternative to Twitter. People can come to us. Then they became too big. And then all these companies, big tech companies started to get involved because they like, um, the Democrats, they don't like president Trump. And, um, then they disappeared from all the Google and App Store and the, um, the Apple, the Google App Store and the Apple App Store. And we also need to see, is there any other uh, way that we can have, that we can download apps? Maybe this is an opportunity for another company to, um, you know, for freedom of speech that you can have the app on there. Even some other apps are still on there. Like uh, you said the other day, there's for only fans or something. Like other apps are still available, but Parler is not. Yeah, but OnlyFans is, well, well, I think Patreon started out like that, 
OnlyFans is like a whole different category right now. So I wouldn't suggest people. To no, but I'm just saying that's why I'm saying it. That app is still allowed. So maybe no pe people should maybe make use of the the what, what Google offers for free. Like for example, uh, the people of Gap they forked uh, 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 the Chrome browser and they uh, created their own version, the Center, and uh, Brave did the exact same. But they so they take out every privacy invading part and they start blocking uh, cookies and everything that you don't want on your computer. And maybe somebody can fork a version of uh, Android OS and start working with, with, with a phone company. Um, I, told, I was reading up on comments. Just say yes. <laughs> no. No. no it's, it's just, just create a different version of uh, Android based on Android. So you just pick up the, the version that's available now and you remove everything that invades your privacy, and then uh, you offer that to the public. And, or maybe create a really simple way you can flash your phone with that new operating system. So you have all the advantages of Android without the privacy invading stuff. And for Apple, that's impossible, but at least for Android, we, we should be able to create sort of an alternative. I think... Um, I like that Dirk is also part of the podcast uh, now. Um, our future, what's going to be our future? I think Dirk knows a lot about web development and how to protect ourselves from, you know, bad people that way. Um, it's nice that you give tips once a while while we'll have a podcast and I have more uh, organizational tips how to improve ourselves. So I think that even after the election, uh, I mean, the inauguration, we will be focusing on helping people just navigate through this all because it's very overwhelming. You think you're safe on Twitter. You think you're safe on Facebook. We already saw on Facebook, for instance, that uh, the algorithm was like, if you didn't post something they agree with, like if it was a YouTube link, they would not show it to a lot of people. So there was no engagement. It was already, they were already censoring you. And it's not okay. They maybe do it for, you know, you have to pay to get um, things out, but it's not like it is in... Uh, real life where you if you go out to the people and say hey I have this picture this video watch it there's nobody on the street that says you cannot scream it here or you cannot say it here you have to shut up unless you pay me money and then I will let you say it so that's what's happening with Facebook and you have to make up your own mind if you want to be part of that or if you move on to other things and this is not a process that you have to do right away um, the same if you hear of banks or um, companies that are against Trump or against your um, um, beliefs, you can change your choices, but you don't have to feel overwhelmed. It's very overwhelming right now with everything going on. Do it step by step. And just first start with opening accounts in different on different platforms, start navigating, finding out. And then when you feel okay, download everything you have on the other um, apps so you have it safe. Because the problem is if you shut down what they did with President Trump, if they shut it down, it's 10 years worth of, um, or even more. No, I think it's 10 years because he was on Twitter the same time as I was. So 11 years, 2009, we both started. 
um, it's it's worth of history that's erased. But then Gab was so smart to get all the tweets of President Trump backed up, and they even saved apparently a lot of comments to the president that are underneath it of people that said it. And it will be interesting to analyze it to see how people, what hateful comments people said towards him. Um, I think that the way a lot of people on um, Twitter, for instance, how they behave and how they talk, you can say that you don't like something. But why do you feel the need to curse and to threaten people? Like I said, with Kathy Griffin, with holding that hat, the head of President Trump, decapitated, that sounds, says something about her and her mental state, not about President Trump. You get it? So if every time you see something like that, just know it's that person. And they're frustrated about something. They're unhappy. They try to project it on Trump because he was successful. And also those four years of successes that he got, you will not erase it. You will not erase it. You want to erase history, but it's not going to work. And, uh, well, from instance, for me, I keep everything. All the newspapers that I found, they said it couldn't happen, President Trump. It happened. It happened. Four years. And he did a lot in those four years that he promised. And he couldn't finish everything. I'm sure that the next term he would have done infrastructure. But whether you like it or not, I am hoping that the, that's the Republicans and the people that love some Trump, when President-elect Biden is inaugurated, they're not going to behave like these people. Remember all those crying people and they were all went to protest and a lot of things were put on fire. That's not what President Trump wants. That's not what we want. I hope that we're not going to act like this towards President Biden or um, Vice President Harris. They won. They won the game. They won. And, and they, they won this battle. And they won. Whether it's fair or unfair, you have to live with it. Life is not always fair. Life is sucks sometimes. And we need to, that's why it's important to let your emotions come out and be upset about it for a little bit. But then you have to move on and see what can I do? What can I do to change? You saw with the Twitter over the past days, when people leave Twitter, their stock market is going down. So there's actually things happening. They're not as powerful as they think. They thought they were that powerful and they 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 influenced the election but they um it's not gonna be forever it's all these uh, and i hope that with all those magazines that 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 said all these bad things about trump i think the last day in office i will go through all of them again just and we're gonna and also i'm asking you for all your positive thoughts i want to go over all the accomplishments what do you think was so important what what did President Trump do? So this last day in office, when Biden will be inaugurated, I want to hear from you the good things and why you appreciate him. And um, why you were blessed to live in this time of these four years, 2016 to 2021, that he was part of your life. And... Yeah, I have a lot of things. I'm, I'm uh, really, it's really important that we keep history. And I know you sometimes don't want to put things in storage, but for your grandkids' sake, you have to keep things in storage. If there are important things that you want to, uh, for your kids to remember, you have to 
um, save them in a box and or cut it out or write your story because we saw this in World War II with Anne Frank. I said before, the reason we get an idea what what it was like was because she wrote a diary. And this was just a little girl. That means that anybody can do this. Anybody can write a diary and be of a big change in the future one day. And we that's what why they like social media and internet so much, because they can have you write their thought, your thoughts. And they can erase it if they want. Then it's gone. So make sure that doesn't happen with you, with your life. Take pictures, print them, keep a diary. Uh, let's not forget. Thanks, Ilya, for your for your um, sticker. It's nice that I have uh, steady friends that support me. And... You're also doing a very good thing. He's Dutch Patriot on YouTube. Go check him out. Trump has done many things that he promised to do. But what else do I have? So one of the things that he himself is proud of is the border wall. And that, um, that it's safer for... Americans, that there's less people that try to get in the illegal way. I think that Pete showed that politics, if the politicians were all more honest and more fair and don't play games, that it could be a place where a lot of changes can happen. And um, Unfortunately, they want to go back to the status quo. That's why they asked uh, 78-year-old Biden to run. They want to go back. Someone said that to um, that they are trying to... Trump was draining the swamp and showing it for everyone to see, which we all see what's happening right now. But then they're all trying to get everybody to shut up. They want to go back to that. And they want to avoid anybody ever trying to... Um, run for office again that wants to do the same stuff that Trump did. That's not allowed. You have to play the game. Um, so for me, it was a very interesting moment in time. Also, a representative that was really talking truth was uh, Matt Gates from Florida about hypocrisy and, and the Democrats not calling out the violence and the just basically stirring it up for months. And it was a very terrible time for many Americans, including us. It was very unsafe. And now, because they feel it themselves, that how it is, what it's like to be under attack, now that's suddenly worse? No, it's all bad. It's all bad. You want to say something, Dirk? About safe situation. At the moment, it's not really safe here for us. What do you mean? With all the attacks going on in New York. You mean also in general, because yeah. the police, uh, yeah. yes, it's uh, we have a few crazy people walking around the neighborhoods, and we have it on tape. We have our friends taped it, where they just unprovoked attack. They attacked someone on the street um, just because they were looking at him. And that's why I don't go out by myself. We always go out together with the dog. Um because people tried to help, but he had a box cutter, he had a needle with him. 
it's it, it's and then the police if, if the police can do something you he's in the uh, police precinct for a second and he's out on the street again and so they terrorize neighborhoods and we have a few of these people and they're completely dangerous and we didn't have it before we had a lot of homeless people but they were part of the neighborhood they and super nice yeah we always talked to them and we helped them and we gave them uh like i said before we we gave one um, um a, a tablet, tablet. So he could be online and find out, you know, what to do. We saw him change mentally right away. I think it's a great thing that uh, if uh, homeless people can be online and search things themselves. But, um, yeah, we haven't seen him now. So we're also thinking, did he go back to San Francisco where he came from? Or, But we, unfortunately, with all the new uh, defund the police calls and demoralizing the police and all the... One billion uh, cutting of funds. Most police, I've spoken to police officers. They're like, we're not going to do anything because um, we don't want to risk losing our pension and risk if we do something and then they start talking about discrimination or something and then all our records are opened up because now they have this new law where you can look up uh, the records of a police officer and then they lose their pension. They're like, I'm, we're not going to go. We're not going to deal with this. There are still some police officers that despite all the hate they receive, they will still do their job, but we definitely see there's a big increase of crime against uh, very regular normal people and then it's funny to see the people that support the Democrats so long and this whole this Black Lives Matter that they're like, oh, wow, my friend just got robbed and she's in ICU now. She's in terrible shape and unprovoked attack. And it's terrible. I'm like, that's what you get when you defund the police. When you call for it, you support all these these um, action. It's it's totally New York City was really safe and balanced out because the police was there. And now you just feel Everybody feels insecure. Everybody feels upset and unsure of what to do. The police doesn't feel that they have the support from the mayor. We still have to wait a year before the mayor is out of office. Yeah, people want to, many people want to move to places where you can rely on the police. Thanks, Mark. You say, hi, Lonica. Great podcast as always. Thank you so much. Uh, Mark actually got me thinking about different states including, um, you know, places where there are four seasons. I believe Michigan is one place. But I just want to be around people that are that think with common sense, that don't think with emotions, but more with realistic thoughts and don't get so upset so easily and that maybe have a day, an off day, and they're upset, and the next day they're back to business and... Um, but just this, this emotional psychological warfare that, the, that these left people have put on us, they act like they want to, well, basically both sides, they say they want to do the, what's best for the world, but they have two different ways to get there. And, um, I always thought that with, you know, just believing everybody is equal and everybody needs to be treated equal and uh in quality and all these things and we have to actually uh positive they say that uh, reverse racism and help people to get ahead uh, because they have a certain sink colors actually helping society i first thought i was very much in 
their thought process with Obama. But then I woke up and had time to do research and I realized I doesn't work. I'm more of a conservative. Um, and it's funny, some people, um, one friend asked on Instagram about why, why do you support President Trump? You can't support him after the Capitol Hill thing. First of all, if you still don't know what happened with Capitol Hill, you've only watched mainstream media. You should have watched the whole speech. You should have followed Trump over the past year. Then you understand why Trump supporters support President Trump. And even after what terrible thing happened at Capitol Hill, which were a few crazy people, it was 99% peaceful protest, just like all the other protests that were all over the country. I'm using the same tactic as the Democrats do when all those people were rioting and looting. It was mostly peaceful protest, same there. But it takes time and many people have a child or they are upset or they, they, they have work and they don't have time to do research. And you only understand Trump supporters if you've done your research. Then you understand, totally understand, makes total sense. But as long as you don't want to put time into uh, understanding people, you will not understand. And yes, if you want to live in equality land and you want to live in a world with uh, equality and happiness for everybody, you're living in fairy tale land. You're living in unicorn land. Because life sucks. People are not nice. And life is definitely not easy. It's difficult. So if you believe in all these fairy tale and like ideals, it's great you have ideals, but you have to be realistic. And if you just only watch the news and you have a big opinion and you just put, for instance, a square on your Instagram because you feel like you need to support black businesses, but then the way you're actually discriminating against small businesses that are women owned, that are from a white owner or Hispanic, then you're actually causing a bigger problem. So the best is to stay away from those very radical things and support everybody equally. That's how I feel. But if you want to be part of the political discussion, you have to put time into investigating because what you see a lot with people now on the left is that they scream at President Trump. And then we actually talk about the substance of an issue. They say, yeah, you never give me a chance to talk. And, um, or they don't have anything to say really. So no, but president Trump is bad. Okay. Can we talk about this policy or that policy? Why you think differently? Let's look in the possibility. They don't even know what talk, what we're talking about. So I think in the future I will be watching Harris and Biden much less. So I will probably not have a big opinion on, on them because I will probably keep following Trump, what he's doing outside of uh, politics. I've just lost interest in politics a little bit. And maybe I'll get it back when I see certain people running in certain states. But I won't talk... If I didn't read up on it, I won't talk about the situation. Because especially with these sensitive su subjects, you need to really understand where everybody's coming from. Otherwise, you um, are making it all worse. And for instance, I know exactly where the people on the left are coming from. Many of them have very big ideas and I I I ideals. But 
they haven't really looked into the repercussions, what's going to happen be with that. And um, yeah, so I, I've, I'm lucky that I know both sides and because I've experienced both sides. And that's why I have a very um, balanced opinion right now. I see a few comments. JC, you say, you want to make clear my parents and family died in Iraq war under Biden-Obama. Not under Bush. If you experience war, you can't adore Biden or Obama or Bush. Um, this is a, um, a thought that many people have. That the most important thing of President Trump is that he didn't start a war. Which seems like the most important thing a president should do is keep people safe. And um, we also have to make sure that, that that's not forgotten. That we didn't have war for four years. And uh, they all said that President Trump was going to act weird and he was going to be starting some kind of war. He actually brought peace. He had brought a lot of peace deals. Those are facts. What's going to happen now, we don't know because we already hear Iran and um, North Korea upping their nuclear facilities. So we don't know what's going to happen if there's any threat. Also with the bioweapons like viruses, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, if if it you know there are serious situations right now happening ar around us. Sniper bomb. I don't know your real name. I don't think that's your real name. But you're saying, what do you think about them breaking middle class right now? They want to make you dependent on the government through money making schemes. Um, they want a globalist world where a few people are very rich and everybody else is depending on the government. That's obvious. So that's. That's again something, a tactic from before World War II. Get, getting rid of the middle class, getting rid of job security, making sure uh, politicians cannot be removed from office, they don't have any accountability, giving each other jobs. It's, it, it all happened before. Yeah, and all we can do is we're the resistance now. And... Um, if they ban us, remember in the war where our grandparents, they went on a bike secretly and brought all these newspapers to people. If they're going that far, that's what we'll do. We'll spread the word one way or another without violence. But we can still, I think, we have to keep the hope that we can avoid a war, a civil war. So we need to be the ones showing, be smart. But, and, and do it, you know, in a smart way. They did it a smart way where they um, became, um, you know, got everybody that was important and powerful together, the social media companies and everything. Um, we have to play that game. And then I still have hope that we all together can uh, stop this. People are upset. If you keep pushing them, they will break. And um, I think that um, it's very important that we keep the faith and just, you don't have to be religious, but you have to look forward every day. Make sure that you, every day you do something nice, that you have a day of, with, with a purpose. And that you keep track of everything you do, become financially independent, spend your money with, it's very important you spend your money locally with the local butcher, the local grocer, the local shoemaker, um, try to go as local as possible and 
we can maybe avert this. Strong local communities is what we need. And I'm also going to focus on getting people to be more strong and independent. And one of these things is my organizer. And this is the sample one, but I have it now on... Um, we looked at everything, but this is also another thing with... We, we put it online. Dirk is going to put the link in the chat. We looked at all the options to do self-publishing, but with the big companies, it's and also the you know shipping. I'm sure Amazon has a great deal of a few cents per package, but we have to pay 15, 20, sometimes $100, depending on where to send it to. So it's we cannot do it another way than through uh, Blurb. And I like the quality a lot. Um, my organizer, you can go on Blurb, you see exactly what it looks like. I've been working with this. This is my new one. I'm started writing in here. But I have an example uh, sample page. And um, you can see it on the link, how I use it. And then it's one week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In the middle are all the things you have to do. And then you have three years of pay. So it's a better deal than any other diary that helps you organize. Um, so it's three years worth of writing down what you need. And you see two weeks. My my mother-in-law, I gave one to try out. And she never writes down anything. And she was like, yeah, I really like it. that it's two weeks. And I feel more organized. I feel more in charge of my life. And in the middle, she writes the things. Or I write the things. Or you hopefully write the things that you have to do during the week or um, just, you can even use it as a scrapbook or just to write down every it's day. It's very difficult to see. So oh, sorry. online, if you click on the links, there is an example. Yes, but it's, so again, if, if short. Okay, I'm, I'm really sorry, but for the first time, I'm gonna put somebody in timeout. It's, for me, it's enough to listen to this person. Okay. I cannot read his comments anymore. This is, too ridiculous. There is not a sane word coming out. Nothing. Goodbye. You're talking about... For five uh, minutes, time out. Little okay. children go in time out. Done. It's our podcast, but this is just... This is our house. Those are his words. This is yes, our house. I'm a private company. Our rules. This yes. is ridiculous. Yes. Dirk, we're the same. We, we, we they always say, sorry, you're the weakest link. Bye-bye. No, but it's uh, we we use the same. That's exactly good example. We use the same things they hold against us. He said Twitter is allowed to uh, ban him because he said terrible words. We think that uh, Jan is, uh, is is extreme. It's uh, bullying, and he keeps uh, it's, it's uh, misusing this chat. So we put him in a timeout. Maybe if he uh, works on our he, rules. He's, no, he's entitled to his opinion, but you you, you cannot just shut everybody down with non-arguments. And if you cannot win an argument, just skip to a different uh, subject. It's ridiculous. It's what's happening on the news all the time. It's done. It has to stop. Yes, and, and this is our house and our rules. And uh, um, we have to all respect each other. And if you can't respect one another, and then you, you know, the same with Twitter does. So we're, we're holding you uh, uh, up. Uh, how do you say that? Holding you... Uh, to your own words. Um, oh, Hans, yeah, people are saying thank you. Um, 
this is also interesting because I know that Jan has been sending me messages a long time. He's basically a stalker at this point because he said that he was not going to go to my podcast anymore and not uh, to my videos. And you're welcome. He's still welcome to come, but it says a lot that he's probably addicted with Trump derangement syndrome. Um, what we're talking about with these people, this is serious, but also we also, if we uh, block him forever, it could mean that he radicalizes. Yes, because no, that's really mad. That he starts to find another way to. So, um, it's it's the same. They with them, it can happen the same, especially when they have Trump derangement syndrome. It's a serious uh, thing. Uh, but but really, I don't care if you you are far left and you come to this uh, talk, or far right and you come to this talk. As long as you don't hurt people, and as long as you are open minded and are here to to have an open discussion and not narrow-mindedly just spouting your opinion and really not listening to everybody. Sometimes stuff I say in hindsight don't make sense and somebody else is who's probably smarter than me points it out and I listen to him, I take it in and I form my own opinion. You cannot be a closed-off person and then just go. Done. Well, also... Because he, I, I didn't really watch the whole chat, but Jan was really overpowering the whole chat, right? With his... Like always, like always. Yeah, so that don't means... Give, don't give him too much... Uh, no, I'm just time. saying this is an ex- uh, example. No. For, we need to take him as an example of what's happening with the Democrats the, or what's happening in America. They scream the loudest. They get the most um, attention and they get all the time on the air. And... They spout their their ridiculous thoughts, and uh, it's everywhere all the time. But others are not allowed; they are being suppressed. So maybe now he feels how it is, what it's like. Um, like I said, we need you need to kind of play by their rules. And we've always tried to be n- nice guy, but then he's overpowering. It's just a small percentage of this chat that's overpowering the whole chat, and that's not okay. You can have your opinion, but you know, respect for each other and have a uh, decent conversation. Um, this is this is also the same reason why I'm not, I didn't, I, I don't do anything on Twitter, but I'm still reading on Twitter because I want to know what's going on. I, I keep an open mind because maybe I'm wrong. I just, and, and so I just keep reading the stuff that's on Twitter. I, well, news, I don't really care about the news because there's a lot of news coming in by Twitter or Facebook or gap or whatever so i don't care for that anymore but what happened what just happened would be the same as me constantly going after every news station that says something bad about trump be like no trump is the best leave him alone you know um if i do it i sound like a crying baby and i look crazy and you know um it's not okay you have to in this world we need to be civilized people and have civilized, constructive conversations, and that's what we're doing. Okay, let's go back. Um, so Trump is canceled by everybody, and he hasn't even responded. He's only said that, again, he doesn't want any violence, but they want to make it like he's inciting violence when he's not, but he's not uh, asking. He's asking for peaceful, you know, no violence. So we are not, whatever is happening at the uh, during the inauguration, that is not, definitely not Trump. Uh, for sure, because everybody on the right doesn't want this inauguration of Biden to, uh, you know, we just want it to go on as planned. Um, we're 
defeated but not demoralized and um he will not go away we're very we really have to believe that we're very happy that he we got four years of president trump it was the most entertaining most interesting time he did a lot of good i hope that it will not be um damaged by the biden harris administration we have to start playing by their rules and we have to focus on where we put our money and what we're going to do and let's go back first to the organizer i want to say one more thing because derek was a little you know he, there was no he had to step in which sometimes um, men have to do so this is the organizer it's very solid good quality very strong it will last at least three years if you miss a week you just start with the next week it's because it's not dated you can date it every day uh, however you want. So if you forget a few weeks or your vacation, if, well, if you're allowed to again, then you can just start over. So it could be an a, uh, agenda for even longer than um, uh, longer than three years. And it really can help you organize your life. It's, uh, I think, a better deal when you compare it to other agendas for the same quality. The paper is very good quality. I did some research and it's better um price than other agendas that are one year only you have to buy a new one i hate that that you have to buy a new agenda every year i just want this it's on my desk all the time well i'm i actually ordered the new one that's online now um and then i just have it all the time and it's not like in a few years that or in a few months i have to buy a new one i'm really annoyed with all these new um this new uh this new how do you say that this new if you can't say it sing it lonica no i'm not gonna sing no i'm just very happy with my organizer and it's the first product that i'm publishing and i hope you like it i'm starting a whole range of um what do you call this this these are What do you call this? This is just agendas and books to write in. Yeah, anyway, so I'm starting a whole range of uh, of um, office supplies. Stationery. Stationery. No, stationery. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No. Organize, right. Organizers. Organizing yeah, organizing tools. I'm starting Something this like whole that. range of organizing tools. We need to help each other be more organized. So I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to lead by example and I'm going to help you get more organized. Okay, and um, we are also going to just keep, um, I'm going to have a whole video on the organizer, by the way, but Dirk is going to put in the... No, we don't have a good picture now. Oh, yeah. well, I'll do a separate one. Um, but I'm just excited because it's, uh, you know... Uh, this happened with the election and the inauguration next week. We have to move on to new things. So I'm decided to work more on, you know, my life. We have to continue life. We have to go on. It's, we cannot just uh, sit back and be defeated. We have to move on. Um, I hope that... Um, what was the last thing I wanted to say? Yeah, I uh, with uh, that you love me and that you're gonna cook an amazing dinner for us tonight. Yes, Thank I do you love for you. Watching. But no, I just wanted no. to say that we'll have a few more days that things will happen. Um, 
when they try to talk about that is a, he's a dictator, then just know that it's them. They are the problem. They have a, they are upset. They are they cannot just enjoy the win. Um, there's an issue. They're scared. Maybe there's no reason to be scared when President Trump is in office. But um, we just have to watch and see what happens. We'll just continue our lives. Dirk and I, just like with this, we're going to um, yeah, like, subscribe, and um, get notified on this video. Also, follow me on Gab and Parlor. It's all on the this side. And um, we're going to keep taking pictures. That's another thing. If you're a Patreon, you get more uh, exclusive content. And I will also add the organizer as an option that you can support me and gets uh the organizer is that possible actually i think so yeah so we're just going to add this this movement we're going to start our own movement and we'll keep you posted on everything that's happening in new york that what we see this is what we saw and we will keep sharing it with you so thank you so much for today i didn't miss any comments right no uh, go over it uh, like you always do and then if you think you missed something address it the next time yes thank you everybody i hope thank to you. see you soon bye bye, bye, -bye.